it's Nick. And it's Victor. And it's another episode of Megashine, your podcast for queer and geeky news from a black perspective. Mm-hmm. Victor, how's everything going on in these final couple of weeks to leading up to Christmas and New Year's? And what's going on over in California? Well, you know, we've been a little cold lately. Uh, we've been in the 50s. And so, <laughs> which I know for a lot of people like, bitch, that's not cold. But it, it feels <laughs> like it. Um, and my allergies been acting up. So I can't get, you know, I usually have my window open at night, you know, to um, to humidify my hair and my voice. But that's also been killing me. <laughs> <laughs> Coughing at three in the morning, too. So we, we've been good. You know, the fires have died down a little bit. And you know I'm enjoying my two and a half weeks off from work, but it's 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 weird to be like off and not do anything work related. Even when I because normally I can work from home, that's still work related. But when you're just like right. I'm doing nothing, but maybe dust do I? I need to dust this table or dust you know or go through my closet. It's just like I it's like it's sad. A part of me is like well, I'm gonna push this on Thursday so I actually have something to do. Uh huh. And then, you know, and it's funny because after this, I'm going to meet with my friend Peter and we're going to exchange gifts at Chin Chin, a nice um, Chinese restaurant. And we're going to just, you know, talk and gab about some stuff. But that's really it, you know. I'm, I mean, I'm planning on having a good New Year's. Um, and Oh, yeah. What, what are you doing for New Year's? <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, I may be... Okay, so I'm going to put this out here. I, I, I'm beginning to understand how people can get into the the situationship stuff. And I always believe if you are on the apps, my my belief is you need to find one to two or three people that you truly like being bothered with and pull them off the apps so you can just get off the apps. The apps is like being in a garbage bin. So pull out what you can and just keep those two or two to one to three people around. Um, but you know, this is one of the two, three ish people. So, um, my travel bay and I, we may be going to, um, Santa Barbara, but Santa Barbara has been kind of under the weather with those fires, but we're going to spend time together and do something on new year's. Um, and for the holidays, I'm just going to chill. I am going to get the courage up to maybe do a Kickstarter for my book. And I'm also doing, I'm filling out, um, I'm working on a grant for it too, which is hard. That's hard to do. So that's what I'm doing right now on the book. Oh, wow. So yeah, I'm trying to get it there. I've got a lot more new readers popping up. Um, and so, and a lot of more, you know, a lot of them asking questions and I feel like, wow, I mean, you know, I left my DM, I think my DMs are open and then people were just sliding questions. <laughs> and so I'm just like, okay, well, um, it's, you know, I, I need to really get some, get, they like, where's this book coming out? And, um, where can, you know, and I'm like, okay, so I need to really start working on it. So I'm working on trying to get a grant, trying to get Kickstarters, you know, going, I don't want to fail. So that's why I'm scared of Kickstarter. I'll be honest with everybody. So oh, that's right. Cause you know, yeah. I don't want to fail, but you know, a lot of people fail, but I want to be successful. And if it is successful, great. We're just going to go with that. But, you know, I'm good. What What, what are you going to do for the holiday break? Shit, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to go home to see my mom and my uh-huh. sisters. 
you know, we'll exchange gifts mm-hmm. and then I'll hit one back because I still have to work. Um, but New Year's, uh, baby's performing down at the bar mm-hmm. and I think they're having like an all white party or something. So I'm going to come up in all black <laughs> because that's just what I do. Yes. Um, as far as that, you know, try not to snap somebody's neck at this damn job, because I swear, <laughs> they are trying it. They are really trying it, y'all. There's always somebody who's always doing Oh, it. it's more than somebody. Oh. It's somebody's. Oh, okay. Plural. Like, okay. I don't talk to any one of y'all. Please don't talk to me. We is, that, like, is that too much to ask? No, I mean I I understand what you. I mean we I, we had that last year. We had people who were ready to go, and because they were ready to go, they were dragging people down. And I think at one point I did say y'all can just go. Uh-huh. We ain't got you. If you they was trying to hang on in there because they wanted to get you know a full two week check, and I was like no y'all can go because y'all ain't doing nothing good for us. So y'all can just go. You can go. Child, I'm looking for something else because <laughs> they are getting on my last fucking nerve mm. but you know it's a paycheck yeah that's the sad part and the bills are, the bills are paid so yeah and it's hard to get a sugar daddy that looks good I, so what you said <laughs> no because okay so we had this conversation at work about because you know i'm in la so everybody got a sugar daddy it feels like and before i so worked too. before well and before um before I went back to the university, I worked um, at a property management place where I kind of managed the desk. And it was interesting because um, this particular neighborhood is filled with rich people. And you saw, uh, you saw, you saw the format. You saw these women who look very put together, and you saw their husbands who look like <laughs> that look like they from Kentucky everything else and from the grave too and so you know and you know some of our you know some students about you know if i got a sugar daddy i was like well y'all need to think about this because yeah sugar daddies are real i posted a picture yesterday on facebook about uh there is a big billboard about how you can find a sugar daddy to buy you stuff we have a billboard i saw that i saw that billboard i was like okay that's that's la for you yes the advertising advertising and you know i've been approached by a few, you know, who have offered, you know, things. And uh, I'll never forget, I had a, not a date, but a guy wanted to meet with me. And um, he, you know, was very proud of his Maserati and everything else. I'm like, but th- but I'll be honest, y'all can't be sugar daddies and ugly too. Those two things don't work because <laughs> if you want somebody to really give you some, you know, some, some good old fashioned bussy, you're going to have to... Look good. You, you gotta be like Idris or Mister or like Chris Knopf or the other Chris Milani. You gotta look like those type of folks. Okay, now if if he has more money, if he has a, like a buku of money, but his looks are meh, then what? No, because I have to be in public, and everybody knows See, if we in public, get, get, then, take the money and run, Effie. No, because. <laughs> Well, okay, I say that stuff now, but you never know. But what I'm saying is, um, I think I think all of us have thought about a sugar daddy, and if you had one, 
I think yes, we all I've fantasize about them looking yeah. like, you know, if you look like Idris, then I'm like, okay, look, you know, like, I'll be proud to be, you know, in the, in the grocery store with an Idris looking sugar daddy because I'm like, yeah, I'm getting money. Hey, look at this. Look at this. <laughs> what you got? Versus you walk around with daddy Warbucks and, you know, that's just not going to, that's just not going to fly by. <laughs> I can't pull what Anna Nicole Smith, that's, I can't do that. I could not yeah, do that. Uh, no. No, there is a line you draw about who you lay down with, and you want to feel good about that. And so I'm just saying, if you're gonna, kids, if you're gonna get a sugar daddy, make sure he looks like Mr. Big. Uh, he looks like Idris Alba. Um, he looks like the man who's about to play Black Lightning. I can't remember his name, but he was Scooter. Oh, Chris, Chris Williams. Yeah. Yes. Get get people who looking like that. Um, look. Um, uh, what's his name? Um, ooh. Um, Lou Diamond Phillips get somebody who looks like something you know when they are in their 50s or more get just George Clooney get somebody that looks like somebody so therefore you feel good about the bad choice you made to be a sugar baby side note Lou Diamond Phillips is supposed to be at our Comic Con in March ooh mm. uh huh and then Chuck Norris I was like oh, oh okay. he's an NRA fan so fuck yeah but no, Lou Diamond Phillips can still get it though. Him, mm-hmm. him and Issei, I can't say his name, Morales. Um, he's been in the business for years. We just gonna have to do like yeah. an episode of older gentlemen yeah. that we wouldn't mind. Yeah. Oh as our uh... yeah. But I'm saying his name wrong, but he's the father. He's um what you call his father in uh How to Get Away with Murder. He's her father, who basically is who Oh, um, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, so I'm just like saying he's that man. I'm, I think he's in his what sixties or whatever, and I'm like, yes, yes, can. and more yes. Yeah, he can. <laughs> but we need to go and get on this into this tea today because there's a few things in here, and you know, as the year ends, we got stuff to talk about. So let's just get right into it. What should we start let's, with first? Let's start with something happy. Okay. Uh, so Tom did a cover and it featured the, uh, stars of A Wrinkle in Time. Yes, I saw that. And what were your initial thoughts of it? You know, I'm just excited about it because again, this is, this is a classic book. Many of us have read this book when we were kids and, or you saw the book, you know, it was always like featured in the weekly reader or whatever you want to order those books back in the day. And it's just nice to see that cover because you realize they changed the game to where it's it's women of color, it's done it is it is directed by a woman of color, it is it is featuring an interracial family. It's what it's reflecting what we are now, you know. And it's just like this is great. This is neat because it could have been you know the good old fashioned white kids running around. <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. solving mysteries, going through fantasies like they have been for the past 50 years. Um, but no, this is a change. And I'm really excited to see that because I'm thinking again of the kids who will grow up seeing it. It's like when I grew up watching Never Ending Story or, you know, The Wizard of Oz or um, so many other little things that we saw, like Troll or anything that featured, you know, white kids going through fantasies and everything else, Labyrinth and Legend. We never had that. And now this is the beginning of us having something. And, you know, young kids of color seeing themselves in these situations. So I'm very excited for it. And I, and I love the cover. It, it makes me think of, if you, have you seen Ghostbusters? Yes. 
the new yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember when I had? You remember that book? Um, the, um, they wrote a book together, <laughs> the two characters, the two main characters, and the cover of the book was both of them looking like um, Oprah and all of them. <laughs> I vaguely remember that. I'm going to yeah. post it. If I can find a picture of that, I'm going to post it. It looks just like that, but I love it. I love it. I'm so excited for it. What did you think? I am like you. I'm excited for it. I didn't know it took like nearly six decades for this movie to come. Mm-hmm. Uh, come on. Uh, and, you know, you have Oprah, you have uh, Mindy Kaling, you have mm-hmm. Reese Witherspoon, Storm Reid on the, the cover of Time. And it's just, that's what we want to see as far as diversity. Yeah. yeah uh, you know, Ava DuVernay behind in the camera, behind the camera. And this, it only had a budget of like $100 million, mm-hmm. which I thought was kind of low. But I feel that this is going to be one of the standouts of next year. Yes. And I also feel like if y'all haven't been taking Ava seriously, which you should have been, they will now. And, I, you know, I see her doing everything. I see her. Don't get me started. I see her basically taking over the X-Men. I feel like, you know, since she's working with Disney. They're going to be like, and she almost had Black Panther, right? No, she had it, yeah. and she let it go because she didn't feel... She, I think she turned it down. She yeah. said she didn't She didn't want to be bothered or... She was, <laughs> not, no, not no words, but she's like, oh, I got something else going on. Yeah, but she has a good relationship with Disney, and if this movie kicks off, she will have a super relationship. I can see her taking over the X-Men. I can see her doing more doing more bigger things and and, and and maybe kickstarting something to where we get we, we see more people of color um, helming films like we should and so I think this is the, this is only the beginning and I just I don't know what to say I'm just excited I'm just ready for it I just like I'm just ready to go and sit here and look at this and be wild right because it, it reminds me of how fantastical a Harry Potter was uh-huh. with like a dash of the like t- a Tim Burton film, yeah, almost, mm-hmm. but colorful, like I don't know, almost like a comic book or yeah. like a, a Jim Lee, yeah, comic, yeah. I'm, so, yeah, it's, it's just gonna be a lot. I'm very excited for it, and I, I definitely will see it opening weekend, yes, I will too. So as far as other movies, uh, Star Wars came out, mm-hmm. The Last Jedi. So I haven't gotten a chance to see it yet because I've been waiting for somebody else to see it, which their schedule is pissing me off. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> How have you seen it yet? And I without have, spoiling it, I actually I have not. I had an opportunity to see it last week. Um, before everybody, well, not before everybody, but in the midst, because there's always there's tears of who sees it. If you get to see it two weeks in advance, you're really doing something. But I was in that a few days beforehand. I didn't do it because I was. It was in the middle of me coming home from work, and I, I didn't have two hours to get. Uh, but I haven't seen it yet. Um, I luckily I have not been hit by the spoilers yet, so I don't know how I've been managing that. But I'm gonna see it this week because I have time to go do it. Um, I could go do it tonight. Um, but I've heard great things about it. It's already made boo of money already. Uh-huh. So. I've heard 
I heard it was good. I've, then I've heard some people didn't like it. Um, yeah. People that I know. And then, like, the back and forth between um, characters that people hated, it almost is turning me off of not watching it. Because yeah. people are so in their feelings. They're, like, almost... Star Wars fans are almost as bad as Marvel and DC fans. And he's mad as Beyonce fan. Um, that. It's it's funny because everybody knows that in the story, things are going to change. You know, hell, think about it. In Wizard of Oz, Dorothy goes there, but if you read every one of those books, it gets to a point where it's not even about Thor- Dorothy anymore. It's about Ozma. It's about the damn Tin Man. It's about the witches. I mean, it, it evolves. You think about it. That story has evolved to where now we are talking about the witches of Oz with Wicked and everything else. It All stories evolve to where it does not stay with the Skywalkers. It may change direction with so, with certain characters. It may focus on something new. It's going to be, well, in about what? In about 20 years from now, it's going to be on something new. I, I'm, I'm assuming Star Wars will be that epic that goes on forever. So... I don't know why people are so up in their feelings. It would never be that way. You know what I'm saying? It would never be that way. Hell, the X-Men started out with five white people. Then now we have a bunch of people who are different races, background, colors, sexual orientation, everything. So it's going to change people. You're going to have to just wake up and deal with that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Say, hold on. for. I mean, Damn. I mean, I don't understand. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand. Your phase will never be the same character they started out with. They just right. That'd be boring. So moving on as far as movie news <laughs> and something that I thought was dead. No. But, you know, it rises like Lathyrus. that roach that you didn't kill. <laughs> the movie Gambit is still going on and it's actually set to film next year. Uh, so Channing Tatum has been beating this drum much to nobody's pleasure. It says it's still set to star in that. Yeah. And it has a budget of like $155 million, okay. which I thought was too much. <laughs> now I made a joke that, Let's see what I feel like. Disney gonna be like, okay, well, that's what you thought you was gonna do. <laughs> well, they may right. be like, well, you know what we could do with this money? Put it into our new project. Something A building fund. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I don't. And you know, you know, I'm a, I'm a Channing fan, but I don't. With the current changes in 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 that whole universe, I don't know. If if they're still going through the changes, if it's not finalized soon, they might. But if it's finalized, they may be like, mm, they might pull that off off the table. And I wouldn't blame them. I don't know if we care enough about Gambit to see him. Now, I think that we, we did back in the past. I don't because think Because of the 90s cartoon. Yeah. But I don't think we're carrying that torch now. Um and I feel like what we're seeing is, you know, cry for a storm movie. Um, and, you know, and let's just be honest. Black Twitter is the pulse of all of this. So, you know, if they're pushing for a storm movie, they might want to think about doing that. Hell, if they want to try to play 
you know, how the Marvel movies got started in the first place. They could start out with different characters popping up. Storm movie first, Cyclops movie second, something else. Oh, wait, do we really need a Cyclops movie? We really don't. I'm let's just let's think there. about that. We might, like, have, like, a 30-minute <laughs> short. Not a, a two-hour long movie no, of that man, no. No, now he, uh, it's interesting because, you know, if, if they did it right, now that's a whole other thing, but if they did a Cyclops, they have to actually they have to actually show the whole Shi'ar, because the Shi'ar is the reason why he was considered an orphan, and have to probably play into the fact that he was um, basically kept prisoner by Mr. Sinister when he was a kid, before Xavier mm-hmm. found him. So, you know, they can do whatever. But... I you know I I don't I don't know if they did a Gambit movie they have to be smart because Gambit he has some good stories and if y'all have read any of his solo um, or his miniseries back in the nineties that was actually pretty good but if they do it they're gonna have to diversify the hell out of that because it's set in New Orleans and you can right they're so... supposed to be they're supposed to start filming in March yeah in can... New Orleans oh well. You can only do so much with whiteness in New Orleans. And after being there, you can only do so much whiteness in New Orleans. They already, right. they pulled that mess. They got better with it with the originals because I struggle with the fact that the original vampires were white. But um, they did a good job focusing on New Orleans and having diversity in New Orleans. If they're going to do that, they're going to have to really make that a diverse film. That's why I feel like Disney may have to jump in and be like, bitch, we just had... Wrinkle in time, we can't have this white New Orleans shuffle. So right, you're not gonna fuck up my money <laughs> or our name. Cause you know Disney don't play with their name. It's like if they take right. over anything, it's like they're gonna be like, nope, no bitch, put that bleach on it right now and clean that up. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. Well, see, it's already got. It's already has a release date of February fourteenth of two thousand nineteen. Mm-hmm. So, and this is the third time this movie has tried to get out off the ground. Well, maybe third time. And I guess third time, third time might be the charm, but it's whatever. I guess. And Lizzie Kaplan is already cast as Belladonna. Uh, who? who? I, I know. I, Bella, Belladonna I, was, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Gambit's wife. Love interest. Yeah, that was his wife. And she was a part of that whole guild of thieves, and her brother Julian was was the bomb. Um, mm-hmm. I think I've seen her before, but I was hoping they would have been cuter <laughs> and made her, cause cause she's Cajun. Mm-hmm. He's Cajun. Mm-hmm. So part of me was like, if somebody, since he's white Cajun, she could have been. Black Cajun, you know, Creole or something. Like, I know, like again, Beyonce has made it clear what Cleo or what Creole looks like. Could have found somebody looking like Beyonce or close to it to be Belladonna. Come on, y'all, y'all could have done better than that. Now I'm thinking about it, Belladonna could have <laughs> been a woman of color. <laughs> because Belladonna could have been a woman of color. Come on, y'all doing this stuff in New Orleans? Have y'all not read and um and Rice? Hell. Mm-hmm. Even though some of her books was white as hell, she still knew how to mix in a lot of people of color in that. Come on. Channing, we have a conversation. Yet another reason why this movie does not need to see the light of day. I know. So And even if it does, mm. Channing, if Channing Tatum's accent is not right, off jump, 
then you know throw it away. I know we're gonna have to get a divorce, and I'm on, and I'm gonna be like, look, when I'm talking to him, in you know, in the bedroom, I'm like, look, do we really need to have this movie? Because we don't really have to have this movie, babe. We don't, and that's okay. <laughs> I'm happy with that. You can spend more time with me, or you can help them figure out what to do with Gambit in one of the X Men movies. How about that? He can be Gambit in one of those X Men movies. Um, well, I don't about I don't that. Okay, he's a good fit for Gambit I, to begin with. I need to see because because you know I, we we have, we have we have worried about people being good fits and sometimes they turn out to be good fits. I just need to see what he's been up to. Let me just hear him try it. Let me just see him in something, and if he looks a mess, then I'd be like, you know what, I I can't support you, but I have to step back. But if he can pull it, we'll see. I do. I am not betting my little bit of coins on him. I'm I'm gonna give him a shot. I'm gonna give him a shot. We'll see. (laughs) And moving on to the big news, the biggest of biggest news that we saw happen over the past week, which we knew it was going to happen. We have been uh, reporting on it since what the beginning of summer. Yes. So. Marvel and, well, actually Disney and Fox reached a deal as far as Disney acquiring some of their uh, Fox's properties. Mm -hmm. Uh, This deal is in the amount of $52.4 billion. Mm. And it includes a lot. It includes 30% of Hulu, Mm -hmm. which brings Disney's total to 60%. Basically, they have the... uh, (laughs) an overwhelming share of Hulu. It's, they got X-Men properties. They got Fantastic Four. They have the FX and National Geographic Mm. channel. They got Avatar, Simpsons, Family Guy, Mm. Fox Sports, apparently. Mm -hmm. Um, And they already have, Disney already own ESPN and that whole network. I know. I'm like, okay, y'all just being... Give me some money. Just give me, just give me a hundred thousand dollars. I mean, goodness. Listen. Just now, what do you think about? Because we had already realized that this was going to happen. It was mm-hmm. just only a matter of time, mm-hmm. and it broke. What last Thursday? Actually, it broke before I even got to work. Yeah, it did because I remember I was hearing rumors from some friends around here that this was coming down, and I feel bad because I have a friend who works for Fox. It's not funny. And they're worried about their jobs. So that's how... And sadly, he didn't know about it until he saw me post <laughs> on Facebook about this oh, merger. No. So they wasn't told anything until he said, I didn't know until I, I read it from you. And I was like, that's not cute at all. But what we're learning is they they knew that was going to come down soon. They, and they was, some people were being told, like, be prepared. Because this is not a merger. This is an acquisition. Mm-hmm. So it is going to be quite interesting but yeah we I honestly I don't care about the Fantastic Four they could have kept that they could have used that money to, for somebody's charity um they could have given that money to the HBCUs um also they don't know what an HBCU is <laughs> come on now <laughs> and then what's the other thing you said before the family guy they have Avatar and okay. the Simpsons which so needs that's, to die they need to just kill Avatar they they got all that money back. Okay, um, um, James, thank you, but we don't need a new Pocahontas. We have Pocahontas. 
<laughs> we already got a Pocahontas, damn it. We don't need no blue one. So, thank you. But we will not be doing this again. This will be right. Alive. He said he wants to have like four different avatars. I'm like, James, Girl, sir. They're going to take, no, they're down. not going to do that. Disney going to be like, bitch, this is about to be a ride. <laughs> it's, right. Put this in uh, Disneyland. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> this is about to be a new ride in Japan. <laughs> it's not gonna be. How, We're how not doing it. We don't have a, uh, all these four ass movies of Avatar no. talking about colonialism no. and killing natives. No. Where y'all don't even want to recognize that you all killed off the natives in this country. I know. I mean, let's talk about it. Like I said, Disney gonna be like, we already got a Pocahontas, so thank you. Thank right, you. we already fucked up her story there. <laughs> fuck up story I know. Again. Thank you for your service, James. That's <laughs> what they're going to do. They're going to hand you a check of $3, and they're going to be like, thank you. But this is about mm-hmm. to be a ride in Japan and Paris and maybe in Florida. <laughs> maybe. Maybe in Florida. Maybe Florida in Florida. They ain't bringing it to Anaheim because we got enough crap over here. But they gonna, <laughs> it's going to be over there. So, no. But I'm excited because I'm saying it right now. I'm speaking into existence. We're going to get a black ass storm. And you know why we're going to get one? It's because they already know. They already know with Black Panther, they're going to have to do that right. Because they can't be like, here come this, you know, light skinned storm. They're going to be like, no, we can't do that. Not after we just had this cast. <laughs> they can, uh-huh. Not after the Queen of Catway. No, we can't do that. So they're not going to do that. And speaking of that, I want to jump on this real quick because. This came out too. Um, Alexander Ship, I understand that you may feel that you're being attacked for playing Storm, but deep down in your heart, you knew that was not the role for you. You should have looked at a picture of Storm, a statue of her at the comic book store, a comic book page, and realized that, hey, I can't do this. This is wrong. But you gonna go out here and say that we being racist for calling you out. I I don't know what to say. Girl, what's that uh that Tyra Banks gift? We were rooting for you. <laughs> well, I, we well, was. Some of, some of us was rooting for you. Well, I was rooting for you because to a degree. Because I was like, you still shouldn't play her. But at least you got the voice right. But I don't as a fan of this character, and that's the the main reason why I ever read X-Men was her and, and Jean Grey, to be honest with you. Um, to see... You have to remember, Halle Berry and her are biracial. But also, they were the choice of white men. Basically telling us that, no, we need to pick a beautiful woman to play her. Let's pick the light one. And, no, 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 let's not even do light. Because I'm light-skinned. Let's pick one that's biracial so we can have the best of both worlds or whatever we want to do and put this pretty example of being black in this role. That's how I personally feel. Because you got to think about it. These were white producers and directors who put, who cast these folks and okay the cast, the casting of these folks. Not thinking about what this character really means. The fact that she is, she comes from African uh, African heritage that is mystical as well as regal. 
And they, it's just something, there is a message being sent when we take a, a, a woman who is legendarily known to be a dark-skinned woman and you put in a light-skinned woman to play her, that's that's just a little... The same thing as they did with Shayna from, from the... Uh, we grew up with Shayna being a dark-skinned woman and then they chose a very light-skinned person to play her. There is a message behind that. And that message is saying that we will not pick a dark-skinned woman. We're going to pick a lighter skin because she looks prettier. That is the message. And it is the message because, again, this is picked by white producers and white directors. So, yes, that is saying something, and it's not saying anything positive. So I understand that she doesn't like to be picked on or called out, but the truth is she is a product of white privilege. She is a product of whiteness. Let me rephrase that. A product of whiteness, if anything. Um, Because they wanted someone to be pretty, not someone who looks the part. I mean, she does not... I, I can't say it anymore. Everybody knows that she was not good for that role. And I'm going to stand behind it. Should have been picked. Should have been someone darker skinned. In fact, there was an African actress. And I can't remember her name. But I saw that I saw her. She actually said something about it. A beautiful actor, a beautiful African actress went for that role and did not get it. So I'm sitting here going, okay, well, damn. I Okay. This is why I'm excited. This is one of the main reasons why I'm excited about Disney taking this. Because I feel like when they're going to respect that character, <coughs> they're not stupid. They're going to be like, we know what Storm means to a lot of people. <coughs> so let's get this right. Because we want that respect. So that's my rant. They're going to get that that character right. And Alexandria, again, I am sorry that people came at you. I'm not coming at you negatively. I'm just saying that that just wasn't for you. And I'm asking you to understand that. And don't throw up this racism stuff. It's not racism. It's not. It's racism that these people picked you in a sense of you being the the example of what they believe Storm to be. Uh-huh. So. I... You know, light skin, (laughs) and this is coming way off track as far as what we were originally talking about, but Mm. light skin black people do benefit from privilege as far as their skin color. Yeah. Because I'm I'm darker than you, Mm -hmm. so I'm viewed as different versus what you are viewed as. So Mm. Alexandria also benefits from that perceived thought Mm -hmm. so people wanting to have a dark-skinned person play this fictional character is not something that's out of the ordinary and i think that she should even allow it she got the chance to play a role that a lot of black women see themselves as Mm -hmm. so that in itself is a is an honor yeah And she should be okay with that. Mm -hmm. Now, as far as back to this deal, now a lot of uh, congressmen are wanting some kind of investigation because they say it's too close like a monopoly, which I have to almost agree with. Because you saw um, 
AT&T and Time Warner were trying to uh, merge together. Back in the 90s, you yeah. had MCI and WorldCom. Uh, so, and then you had a lot of these airlines after, what was it, 2008, I want to say? Well, during that, the 2000s, that either they fail or they merge together. So that is n- normal for mm-hmm. some kind of con- congressional, for Congress to say that they kind of, they want some kind of hearing. Now the deal is not is not a set in stone type of thing. Like it, I think it takes like twelve to eighteen months for it to actually be finalized. Yeah, and it doesn't really need a congressional approval anyway. Yeah, the congressional hearing is just a formality, if you will. Um. I don't, I don't know. I'm glad that Marvel is trying to get these rights for Mm -hmm. X-Men. I don't want to get my hopes up. I'm cautiously optimistic that they will do right. Because if the same white, straight white men are in power, then the same bullshit is just going to come out just out of a different hole. Yeah. So we'll see. It's it's interesting that it took this long, but it is actually happening. And as far as like a the, I know there's. I think I read somewhere that between five hundred and a thousand layoffs, which is normal because I went through an acquisition or they call it a merger, mm-hmm. and when I was at a law firm, and they closed my office. They closed the offices in London and Frankfurt, and you know a lot of people, partners included, lost their jobs. So that's normal. Yeah, and it always happens during the holidays. It never fails that it happens during the holidays. <laughs> Which is rough. Which is rough. Especially those right. families. Like, bitch, take this severance to get the fuck out. <laughs> oh my god, you're right. Because of my friend, um, when he worked for. Life, something happened. He worked for Lifetime in New York, and they laid him off around this time. I remember it because I remember mm-hmm. um, I was visiting them in New York City, um, and then that happened. And I, he was like, "Well, I got fifty thousand dollars to last me for a year." I was like, "Well, damn, okay." <laughs> I was like, okay. "Right, and fifty thousand dollars in New York is just no." Don't get you the next Tuesday. <laughs> you said next Tuesday. <laughs> Well, shoot, that's true. You think about it, but um, yeah. So you know, I, I get that. I get that. There's some. I'm like, if hell, if whatever they tell y'all doing too much, you can't have everything Disney. Just take the X Men. You just you could throw everything else back. You just take that. Again, nobody wants Fantastic Four. I don't know what. I'm. Mm. I'm not a Fantastic Four type of gal. So, you know, I don't. I don't care. I really don't care about the Fantastic Four. Now, it would be good to see them... It would be interesting to see them on screen done correctly in the the hands of somebody that knows what they're doing. But the past few times that they have been on the screen, nobody has known what they do with it. Yeah. They kind of... They're not... They've had some good stories. 
when I look back at some of the stories they've had, they've had some good stories. I just don't know. I just don't. Mm, I don't. I just don't see it. Now maybe if they had like a TV series, maybe. Maybe like a oh well, like a Hulu. So since yeah. uh, they have a uh, stock in Hulu now, they can do like a runaway ish. Yeah. Well, not a, you know you know what I mean like a mm-hmm. a TV series based on them. Yeah. Or yeah. put them on their streaming service that they're about to have. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Because I feel like, you know, Fox is doing whatever they can to make a little bit of money with um, the releases of Deadpool 2, Deadpool 2, which is going to make money, um, Dark Phoenix, which we'll see, and then New Mutants. Um, but there, I've heard some rumors about Dark Phoenix, how this is perfect because this may be a, another reboot set type of movie, like the way that uh, um, Days of Future Past was. As in, like, they kill everybody? Something happens. <laughs> that or the Grey Malkin. I keep saying the Grey Malkin. The, the, whatever that crystal was. You remember that it was in uh, the Shi'ar and that crystal? The M-Crime? Yeah, the M-Crime crystal. That might be how it stops this universe and resets it for the MCU. Um, uh-huh. But these are rumors. So we'll see. Again, I find it fascinating this movie won't be out until what? Uh, Next year next year but i think it's later than everything else Mm -hmm. Uh, well then like in terms of this deal you have to think about the other properties that are already in progress or in production mm -hmm. like the gifted which ended which we're gonna have to talk about the gifted um yeah now i saw yeah i i've caught up and you know i i went back and i was like okay Mm, okay I see. That's why you can't trust white people. You can't trust them white bitches. <laughs> yeah, they got they brought in the Stafford Cuckoos, and I was like, okay, that's what y'all doing. So, but I mean, will we see? If you see the Stafford Cuckoos, will we see Emma Frost? Because and they, will we see the Hellfire Club? Because weren't they a part of it? Um, to not with them. Um, the Stafford Cuckoos are they are clones of Emma. Um, right, right. So, but I'm like, well, we see Emma though. So, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm I got kind of fascinated with the fact of what we could see with the show. Um, it's interesting because somebody was like, asking me like, who's beautiful dreamer? I say she's a Morlock. I said if you basically she they made her more than what she is. Beautiful dreamer, you never saw her face in the comic. Um, so that was interesting that we saw her and she was pretty. In the book, she looks like a... We don't know what she looks like. She wears, like, a veil over her face. Um, uh-huh. So it was interesting to see that. Uh, I'm, I'm curious to see how the rest of the show goes. And, of course, we got Vampire Bill on there, who is cute, the dad. So... Um, Hold on. That scene where one of the sisters basically told all the the humans to kill themselves, that... I haven't seen a scene like that in a while. Yeah, that was good to see that. It reminded me of um, the Village of the Dam when they were, you know, when, when they got out and the church people were coming after them. <laughs> and uh-huh. um, that woman set herself on fire and then when the military tried to hit them, they was like killing all everybody. I was like, oh, okay, look at this. But yeah, this, it was kind of cute. I was like, look at this budget. Look at this. All right. I was like, okay. Stafford Cuckoos, who's working? Who you working for? Who, well, you know, I was curious. So I like that, but it makes me wonder what happens 
after this right. change. Right. I, I think it comes back uh, in January. But like, what happens with all their contracts? Mm -hmm. What happens with the contracts with run it, uh, Runaways and um, Legion? Because Legion was on uh, mm -hmm. FX. Mm -hmm. uh, are they coming back for another season? Like, it puts everything in a weird place yeah because you don't know if you're coming back for a job and that sucks mm -hmm. and that sucks hard and legion legion is something else have you seen it all because this is like i haven't seen it all I'm, I'm it's like it's fascinating it's a fascinating series i'm very curious about where they're going to go like i think they have to think about it like it's that's the type of series they have to literally sit down like okay what what are we going to do <laughs> what are we going to do to top what we just did Cause those hoes brought into Shadow King, and I was just like, I heard oh. that. and they actually, they did a good job with that. I was impressed, and so I'm just like, what you gonna do? And you have all this stuff, cause you know how Marvel likes to have control over all their content. Like they don't do that. They don't do what CW. Well, they don't do what DC does and have everybody just have, you know, you can just do whatever the hell you want with their property. If they take it all back, I feel like they're gonna have like have some heads and everything to be like, we have to. Are they gonna connect everything or not connect everything? Will, will certain shows not survive? Because I feel like there will be some shows gone like cut out. Because mm -hmm. I think if it's not, because right now everything is basically focused around the MCU, even the Netflix stuff, even um, Ages of Shield. It's all connected. Yeah, the TV stuff. So I'm like, which what's not gonna be connected and what will be connected? Because um, runways they could easily connect um, if they wanted to. Um, then they have um, cloak and um, cloak, cloak and, and dagger. dagger coming. And then they have uh, oh, uh, Sa silver and sable is it? I forget the name of it, but uh, Gene mm, Pythewood is directing. I know, it. but there's a. I think that's going to be one of the casualties. I really do. I hope it's not. Only because I'm, a sister's behind it. I know, I know. And, I, and I'm with you on that. It's just I feel like... I don't know. Because I, I don't know where that really fits. Again, if they are, take that out, then uh, Venom has to come out too. Oh, God. I don't... I still don't know why they did this. I mean, Tom... What's his name? Tom... I mean, you know, I, I enjoy... Tom Hardy. I enjoy seeing him in everything he does, mostly. But I, I as I said before, we'll see. <coughs> we'll see. We, we will definitely see, cause yeah, this this deal changes a lot of the content we we take. Yeah, we intake. So to see it finalized, and cause you know they're already working on it. Yeah, it's just. When can they say, okay, now it's done. Let's hit the button. That's, you know, I would love to be, I would love to be that, I can't, I can't remember the name of the job, but I would love to be the people who are planning how we merge this. I would love to do that. Because plus, you, you when one, you're getting paid a lot of money to sit there and figure it out. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it just seems like that'd be fun to do, like how we make this work and making a hard decision about, yeah, somebody will get a job, somebody will lose a job. But you have to look at it like, you know, what's best for the for the brand. So, Everything has to make sense. Yeah, we can't be like some brands out here that, <laughs> you know, have a string of movies that don't 
do much and have TV shows that are just basically powdered water. So, you know, you have to figure out <laughs> that's that's a big job. And so, I mean, that's a big job. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. And with that, let's clear off this table, put these teacups away, and let's take a break. Let's do that. Universal FanCon is a brand new convention coming to the Baltimore Convention Center in April of 2018. FanCon will be a round-the-clock event featuring comics, cosplay, gaming, celebrity guests, music, and more with a focus on diversity and inclusion. Get your tickets now at UniversalFanCon.com because geek is universal. All right, we are back. And for our final king-size issue of the year, we're just going to make it random um we just feel like it's the best way to kind of end the year just kind of talk about some stuff and things that we saw and i don't know just how we're seeing life seeing things and hopefully what we hope to see as we move forward into the new year this year went by this year went by fast if you think about it did it i feel like it did because we got trump in there i guess because he's been failing so much it just went by just like that. <laughs> it was like, bitch, you ain't did nothing right all year. And next thing you know, we're at the end of the year. And you still haven't done anything. So, but just, well, you done stuff. And it's all back. Right. We know you've done stuff. Yeah, you've done Mr. some stuff. Mr. Man. Yes. I don't know. I guess when I look back I, and thinking about, I am, you know what I'm really excited about right now? I am so excited that they are, are investigating Jill Stein. Mm. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about that because I have been sitting around like, because I remember when I saw those pictures of her at when she was in Russia, sitting mm-hmm. at that dinner table with Putin, and I guess Manafort was there too, and Michael Flynn sitting there. And I was going, so what is this? Connect the dots. What is she doing there? And why? What is she, why is she even there? What is her point? She taking pictures. Here. <laughs> she taking pictures in a fur coat. Mind you, she's supposed to be the green party, and and this trash box is wearing a fur coat. So that tells you that she's not green, because everybody knows that they, you know how they are. They those are PETA people too. So they're all about you know be wearing fur and everything. And she's wearing this fur collar coat. Anyway, we look at this, and I'm thinking, okay, hmm, you and you are there. All of a sudden, you weren't wearing for president, and then. And we look at your past, and nothing really gives us curls. Nothing ever curls right. No, even that one that Ron, whatever that Johnson guy, even he's he even he was in politics, so I understand why he was running independent. You know, even back when Nader was running, he used to, he was in politics. So I'm like, okay, but you, you had some raggedy ass album out. You ain't did much. You taught at some. I don't know where you taught, but you're a doctor. Um, but then you just had this money to keep going. Cause I, okay, I was sitting there going, how you are still able to keep going? Cause Bernie ran out of Bernie was running out of money, and Bernie was really and, uh, apparently oxygen with his old ass. <laughs> but yeah, he was he had some money, so I'm just like, how did you keep money going all the way to the end? And then how is it so funny that you? One in the main states that helped Trump win. Mm, let's your talk num- about it. Your numbers were big 
and and Wisconsin and all those places. So Michigan and I can't remember the other place, but you, her numbers were big. And then it, when I just hear and think about it, it makes me mad because I knew she was a mess and a trash box from the gate. But apparently some people thought she wasn't. And I don't know how y'all got fooled. But oh, and then they found out that some of those Facebook ads that Russia was paying for, whatever it was doing, some of those were her pro ads, her pro campaign ads. Uh-huh. So, yes, investigate her. And I hope they find out that it is something, that she has something to do with this. Because if so... I mean, you saw, like, in a lot of those states that the difference between... Hillary or Trump winning was basically the amount of votes that she got. Yes. So you can't tell me that your a vote doesn't matter. True. Because I refuse to believe that. Hell, we just saw that in what the Virginia uh, runoff today. Yes. Like it was decided by, by one vote. One vote. <sighs> even what happened in even what happened down in uh, Alabama, the votes matter. Because once again, you know, black folks, we always save this damn country, black women especially. But speaking of which, uh, Miss Girl, uh, Doug Jones, you know what? About him, I'm gonna chalk it up to he's talking. Because what I what I feel like politicians do is to say not to say face, but to be to be like, well, I'm gonna appear like I'm gonna be doing something. For either side. I think he's just talking with that. I'm not sure he's going to do. Like I heard about him. Well okay I don't agree with that thing about he said about. We should leave the Trump thing alone. I think we should look into that. But I don't know if he's just saying something to be like. Let me take them off my back for a second. Or let me put me in the mix of both. Until I get into office and start doing stuff. Who knows. I'm going to wait till he starts voting. That's when I'm going to really pay attention to him. I'm not going to pay attention to him. But until then, but I, I feel like he he better not mess up. That's all I'm right. saying. He better not mess up. This is his time to be. Cause I feel like that if I was, you know, if I just won a historic election, I would do everything I can to be to follow the Obama project. I call it the Obama project because when Obama won, he did everything he could to be the best president he could be. And I think if you win something that historic, you need to go out of your way to be the best of everything you have to do. Because you have to remember, you're already in the history books. So everything that you're going to do is going to be watched. So I hope Doug Jones really thinks about what he's doing and saying because he's going to have to really make a good point. And another thing about him, not really about him, but about his son, gays, white gays especially, y'all need to think about who y'all be giving thirst trap titles to. Because y'all said he was a thirst trap. Now, I'd never seen this child before. <laughs> and all of a sudden, y'all said, oh, he's a thirst trap. I said, is he? Is he like a, you know, like a Griffin Barrows or... <laughs> uh-uh, you well. <laughs> <laughs> you know who he is? I believe so. I know you don't hear it. Anyway. <laughs> okay, I have a small crush on Griffin Barrows. Anyway, um, I'm just saying that uh, I looked at his pictures and I was like, okay, um, 
And I kept looking, like, is he going to show up? Who, who, who are they talking about? Who is, who? Are you his cousin? He's cute, but he ain't no thirst trap. He is a not. thirst trap is Louis Tan. Let's be honest. Okay, let's talk about that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's a thirst trap. Louis Tan. Um, but. Jake Choi. He's a thirst trap. <laughs> a fucking thirst trap. <laughs> He is a thirst trap, and he knows it, and can and and, and does it well. Thirst trap. Jason yeah. Momoa is a thirst trap. Chris Evans is a thirst trap. Um, Michael. You see that he got back together with his girl. Who? Chris Evans. Which girl? Shit, I don't know. You know, I, 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 his uh, his old lady that he was with. You know. Oh, that girl. I can't. Oh, okay. I can't uh, remember the name, but I was like, it's it's the beard. That's what brought it back. Yeah. It's the beard. Well, it would have brought, it would have rose me from the dead. It would have. <laughs> <laughs> well, he know he looks good. Um, Jason Momoa, um, hell, Michael Bay Jordan. I mean, come on. Y'all, those are thirst traps. What y'all saw in him, y'all must have took that. Let me look for the personality more than the body. Y'all must have took that to a new level because he's not a thirst trap. Thirst traps are because of all that. That's not a thirst trap. Probably track. somebody you would see in L.A. and uh in WeHo. He actually he is he's he's somebody that you would be like you probably would you would discover after you've been you know messed up before <laughs> messing around with the wrong people like oh okay I see it for you and you may have to you know probably train a little bit in bed but that's who I kind of see him as but I don't I I didn't look at those pictures and it was like oh okay. I was like, okay, well, everybody has an opinion. That's why I just, I just left it at that. Everything ain't for everybody. It, and then that's not for me. So. Mm. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I saw that, and I was like, no, we cannot do that. We cannot. We cannot. I mean, he's, he's cute. I mean, I wouldn't push him out of bed for, you know, eating. I don't, eating. But I don't know if I will put him in my bed. <laughs> that's what I'm that. saying. That, I mean, I'm a, I'm gonna have to be drunk as fuck to put him in the bed in the beginning. And I have to be vulnerable and just ate some Pizza Hut, and just really felt bad about myself. But because I have to be like, no, he has to. He might he he might have a very good heart, and that might that might get a shirt off. You know what I'm saying? Or like, you can't fuck a heart. Or you or maybe it may get some socks off, but all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see it, y'all. I know y'all might see, but I do not see it. So I'm sorry. I just don't. I don't. Oh, what else? What what, what else you want to throw up in the, on in the in the, the randomness pool? In the, in the random um, I don't know. Let's let's talk about what we're looking forward to in 2018. I'm looking forward to. Well, you know, I want to do a quick shout out. Let's do a quick shout out. Oh, let's do it. So I want to give a shout out to Jermaine. Um, Jermaine by design. Yes, who is he follows us? We follow him, um, and he did a great thing. You know, every once in a while, all of us will post some things, and it will go, you know, viral. And some things you just like, I can't believe I that that was something that a thousand people <laughs> retweeted or uh, liked. But he's done some great things that have been retweeted and liked. And recently, he just really pointed out. He dealt with some hoteps at first because we've been dealing with 
the fact that black straight black men and some some straight black women are just afraid of us queers. What are they afraid, afraid of? I, I'm at a point where I do not give good a good goddamn about you. I know like, we can. You are having like this. Oh, it's just my opinion, but I don't want it thrown down in my face or shoved down my throat. Well, honey, nobody's shoving anything down no. your throat. If that's the case, then you have some underlying uh, homosexual yeah, tendencies that you need to explore that's with somebody I, and a therapist. Right, right. You want to taste. That's what it comes down to. We've talked. We've talked about this before. Y'all kill me talking about. Well, I don't want to know about you. Do you do want to know about? Because you all up in our business. All up in our mentions. We we were talking about. Ooh, I can't wait to do something here, y'all. Well, I got to bring this up. Like, why you got to be up in it? Do you want some? That's why I feel like. Look, I know some of you women sometimes feel like we are a threat, and sometimes we we are. <laughs> before some... you go on, I want to get his name right. Uh, his uh, Twitter. Name is Jeremy Design, and he's created. He's the creator and founder of the Hero Nation uh, Con. Yes. He also uh, has shouted the um, started the hashtag Black Boys Embrace, yes. which has gone viral, like yes. you said. Mm-hmm. Um, which is such a good idea. It is because masculinity, especially. Black masculinity is oftentimes toxic and toxic and doesn't include us queers. Yeah, it is. And I know that. And then also, I, I want to give a shout out to Cartisha, um, Cartisha Kent, because she also talked about something similar, but talked about how black, how women and sometimes black women are, you know, playing to the homophobia, homophobia. Ugh. Um, when it comes to us too, and I and I and I appreciate both of them because they are really pointing out the things we need to talk about in our community, um, especially when it comes to homophobia, because it should not be this rampant. I think it is not as rampant as it used to be, and I really like to believe that most of our families, they know we all got a gay cousin. Hell, they got me in my family. They got me. They got my other cousin because she. <laughs> I will never forget when they told me my cousin was dating. Um, um, this white stud and I met her and I'm like this white stud <laughs> she was no joke I went, I went back to Buffalo to see my family and um, it was on Mother's Day and she, she here she was she was more butch than me butch queen first time in drag yes this stud and she was cute too I was like okay I see, I see it I see it this white stud. She was kind of, she was like kind of a, she gave me that whole Kentucky, um, you know, brawny boy look. That's how she had. And I was like, okay. Oh, oh, okay. That's, okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. I was like, okay, I'm feeling this. So, you know, what I'm saying is we all have gay or queer people in our families. We need to quit acting like this stuff is disgusting or whatever else. Y'all need to quit getting on Twitter saying stupid ass stuff because you know you'll get dragged. I feel like y'all really, I feel like y'all come on there to get dragged because you're not going to, I don't know why you would say something. It's like some of the stuff they were saying um, under his Twitter, under, you know, and his mentions and then Kartisha's mentions were just like, I'm like, did you really, did you think about this before you say it? Like, did you think, you know, I'm just sitting there like, or that one comment where it was like, um, I even I responded to that. It was like, you can't, we can't have gay superheroes and be black at the same time. I was like, what? Bitch, when? 
be a superhero and I'll vote down. I, I know we can do all. We, we can be everything, bitch. We can do whatever we want to do. We can do whatever we want to do. We can be. I was sitting there like, okay, who? Some of y'all need Girl, to just clock in at the call center and <laughs> answer them calls. Just be mad. Just be pressed about it. I want to find that clip of Angelica Pickles in um, Rugrats when she, there was somebody was talking. She said, "Just sit down. Just sit down." She just interrupted him. I want to find that so bad because that's why I feel like when they when they pop up. But some of the things they were saying is just ridiculous. And I'm happy that that hashtag Black Boys Embrace is really moving up because it's fascinating that that is a struggle for us to fact we that we can't hold each other or be there for each other. That's a beautiful picture of Michael B. Jordan and um oh this name just slipped my head as soon as I said it um of them being brothers Ryan yeah being brothers because goodness they are supporting each other's craft and gift they are there for each other. What is wrong with that? Why is it the first thing you go to is something sexual? What is that about? You need to think about that. You go into something right. sexual. Girl, don't be mad because you're not getting in there. I know, because you want to suck somebody's dick or get your dick sucked by a man. Doesn't mean that you need to sit here and take it out on on us. We getting ours. I don't know what you're doing. So you need to either go out there and get it and get out of our, get out of our way and get out of our business. Just, just stop. But, you know, I'm glad to see all those pictures. I threw some pictures up. I, you know, I was like, no, I want to support this. I want to show everybody that black men do embrace, black men do support and love each other. It should not be a revolutionary act. It should be something that we you do. You know, it's time. so sad because I don't have any. Oh. I do not have any pictures of me embracing any black men. And that says a lot about my experiences as far as black culture and black men. Yeah. 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 But that will change. And you go, know, it will. We, it will change. We go to Universal FanCon for a, a, a start. A thing that we're looking for, forward to yeah. in 2018 is Universal FanCon. Yes. Because I feel that that's going to be very... It's going to be a game changer. I think so. It's going to be... A, I believe it's going to be a loving space, especially for all of us. All of us who are creators of color, who are in the geekdom, in this creative world it's going to be a great space for us to be together and see each other um in one particular setting and we're talking about things that are important to us i am looking so forward to that because i think that it's going to be something as you were saying a game changer but also it's going to be an eye opener to the rest of the creative world like look at this because if y'all don't realize it by now People of color have been, we have been running the game. We we are behind the scenes. We make things happen. Twitter has shown, have shown plenty of y'all what black Twitter can do. So I'm just saying, in this space, we're really about to make some things happen. And I can't wait to see it. You know, I can't wait to be a part of it. I can't wait. Uh, you know, speaking of that, I need to make sure I get my ticket together. Um <laughs> Yeah, so I'm gonna check on I'm, I'm, while I'm off. I'm gonna check on tickets, but um, I am just excited for this, and the fact that you know people got we'll together. Get to meet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I thought we'll we'll get to meet finally, um, in person. Um, you will meet some of the you know you'll meet black girl nerds and 
all that stuff too. I mean, I've met Jamie and all them before with Comic Con that we have here, and it's just it'll just be neat, and you know, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be expensive for who those of us who are con travelers. My God, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? We'll be in Baltimore, you know. Oh, I'm ready for the. Listen, is it bad that I'm ready for the food as much as meeting everybody? No, that's good. That's good. You know, I was thinking, I want, we should take pictures. Like, we should take, like, as if somebody's writing an article on us type of picture. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. I'm always, I love a good picture moment. Like, I want, I want to, I just, I'm just thinking we should think about taking, like, we should take pictures, but I would like it so people can see us together. Uh-huh. So they can say, oh, okay, this is them, not separate pictures, this is them together. So, no, think about some things, because I, because... Oh, yes, I, you know, I have concepts, and you know, you know I got it. Because I'm, 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 I'm getting to a point where I want to bring some wide leg pants, like our trousers, like I'm all about, a good wide leg trousers is good for pictures. We're gonna have to coordinate some kind of uh, matching look or something. Yeah, to do that, yes, we have to do that because it's. Cause I'm excited. Yeah, FanCon is gonna be off the hook, and and if you haven't gotten your tickets, we have a special offer for you. If you use the code SheenTheCon, that's C, that's S H, E E N T H E C O N. You can go to, uh, what is it? It's showclicks slash events slash Universal Fan Con. You can save 10% off your tickets. And we'll put that link in the uh, description of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and that will help you save money and help us out as well. Yeah. So, yeah, y'all need to get into it and get these tickets now because this is going to be the beginning of history. So, y'all need to be getting ready for this and be there and show up because it's going to be a family affair and I can't wait to be a part of it and I need to figure out what I'm going to do with my hair I, I, <laughs> I think I'm gonna, I think I'm going to lock it back up again because I don't know what to do it's growing too much it's out there it's wavy it's crazy I love the texture but at the same time some of it's already dreaded itself I'm like goodness hair do you want to go back you just basically sent me a message so I think I'm gonna lock it back up again. And I think I might go bald. Really? I I'm scared. I haven't been bald since. Oh Lord, I was thirteen. Wow. See, it looks good on me though. It does. I'm not saying it doesn't look good on you, but no, like... it, but no, you're right. Cause I have a big head, so <laughs> I have I have a huge forehead. That's the Kearneys. We all have huge foreheads. So, like Rihanna and like Tyra Banks, you know, us pretty light-skinned people, we always got big forehead. So, All right. <laughs> so, so, no, I like a little bit, I like a little bit of hair. Even when I had straight hair, I had bangs, for, well, not all the time. But oh, anyway, bangs. I tried it. But um, I'm just, I think I'm going I, I, to go back to it. I'm lucky to be as old as I am and have a head full of hair. There's people who have lost that battle at 20-something. And so, I have very, yeah, yeah. And it's so bald and like at twenty one, and they look forty one. <laughs> they do, they do, and I don't understand. My mom says is that stress. White people have different stress than we do, but that's her belief. But 
Yeah, I'm I'm fortunate, so we might have to lock it back up. I don't know. Somebody said it's not straight, and I was like, I will never straighten my hair again. That was a. Uh, that was that's a, an ordeal. That was an ordeal. I think about all those damn rap lotions, the hunt for the best rap lotion. Oh my god, the hunt to have the. Oh lord, just everything. Did you hot comb it too? I didn't hot. Well, no, I had a I had a, an airbrush comb and an airbrush um curler uh-huh. and i used to curl it that way um and some of y'all seen my old pictures of me with my hair and so that was a mess because i had to wrap that mess um i used to air dry it so therefore sundays i used to wash it wrap it walk around with my scarf on all sunday so i could air dry so when i will get ready for class monday my unwrap will be ready and you know wispy and pretty and um my claim to fame was when we was speaking to some some high school kids from Louisville, and we were doing a panel. And one of the questions to me was, "How do you get your hair so pretty?" And that made my entire. I was like, "Oh, look at that!" I was like, "You think my my hair is pretty?" She's like, "Where do you where do you do it?" I was like, "I do my hair." But to my friend Tavares called me out and said, "No, I, he he doesn't." But anyway, uh, I'm just saying that you know. Hair is a crazy thing, so I'm going to have to just, I'm going to lock it back up. I was going to grow mine out, yeah, but it just takes too fucking long. And then, like, the upkeep and keeping it moisturized, you know, black yeah. hair. Yeah, that is Because a... of the texture, you can do so many things to it, but Lord, the maintenance on it. Yeah. You're right, because the, the, keep it moisturized, that is like... Oh, Lord, that is tough, especially if you're like working out and everything, you know, and it's funny, like I could put, like, I don't like to pull out leave-in conditioners in my hair because it's going to sweat out and the first place it's going to go is your eyes. So, mm-hmm. and that shit burns. Yes. So I try my best to like do what I can to keep my hair moisturized and um, pretty and, and coily, but it's tough. It is tough and expensive. Mm-hmm. But and, um, all those girls that do natural, kudos to you because that shit is not easy. It's not. It's not, and it's it's hard. Cause I have all this hair. I, I have and it's thick, so I'm like, good lord, I'm messing with it right now, and I'm just like, good god, it is a lot. <laughs> and you know what? And, and another thing I want to say, this is so random. Miss Jesse, Miss Jesse products, it is good, but y'all need to knock those damn prices down. Anybody got no twenty eight dollars? For a bottle of leave-in conditioner, that's just too much money. Twenty-eight dollars. Yes. Oh, that's too much. I got to go to this random hair shop and get an eight-ounce bottle of this uh, of this cream that was that was twelve dollars within itself. I know my sister. She uses um, Nexus. Oh, I've heard I don't Nexus know. in a long time. That's like a um. That's that's a good old. So kind. It is, because it was expensive when I used to get it. Right, and they didn't used to uh, sell it in the stores. No, you had to have a friend and or two. And, uh-huh. <laughs> but then, I don't know, I, it's funny because I feel like one of the, and this is not to be racist, but uh, one of the reasons why Korean owners have been very successful with black hair product is because they don't care. <laughs> they don't care who they sell it to. You can go like you go into like a Sally's if you didn't get or whatever. If you didn't have like a that card 
Yeah, you didn't have if you didn't have like a, a license or anything. Yeah, you couldn't get it. No, you went to the uh, went to the uh, a store where the Korean people may own it, or what have you. They will sell that same thing uh-huh. to everybody. So that's why I always feel like they've been successful with it, and I appreciate it. Um, there's one in Crenshaw. Um, I think it, it is owned by. Uh, it's, it's a big hair store in the in the Crenshaw Mall. I think it is owned by a Korean a Korean family who's been doing it for years. They're very nice. And I go there to get my stuff, and they and it's so nice, and the sun is really hot, so he Girl. he is. <laughs> I was like, okay, you could take this money, and you could take some other things too, but that's another story for another time. But I'm just saying that. But no, I'm just saying that. I think that's that was a smart move on them to be like, oh, there's a license on that. We're not over here, <laughs> not over here, no, ma'am, come get it. So that works for them very much. Going back to way off topic because we're talking about hair, you know. Um, 2018, you know, we have A Wrinkle in Time coming out. Yes. Black Panther coming out. Yes, we do. We have uh, Proud Mary coming out. We do. I just saw a trailer. Infinity Wars. Yes. What else? Uh, a new Beyonce project. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's, like, isn't Beyonce and Jay-Z supposed to be doing yes. some kind of collab? They're going to be touring together. We do know that. But you know how Beyonce is. Beyonce probably have a double disc album already finished. Finished. So it's like, hold on, let me drop this at like three o'clock in the morning. I know. Motherfuckers up. <laughs> or she's just waiting when it gets really bad. No, she's gonna wait till Moeller um, puts in the final prosecution and then she'll drop. <laughs> uh-huh. Right. Like yeah. uh, that's cute, Moeller, but it's all about me. That or she? Hell, he may be in her video. No, he would not. <laughs> well, this is Beyonce, so you never know. She could be, ha- she could have him like. He could probably drop this on title. Watch, she'd be like, "I am releasing <laughs> <laughs> um, this prosecution, and it's gonna be on title at twelve fifteen. And the next thing you know, at twelve thirty, Beyonce, Beyonce has dropped her new album. <laughs> hey, make it happen. It probably could happen. Well, what else has happened this year? Um, this is going to be interesting year of comics because Jean Grey is coming back, so we'll have her um, comic book, uh, X-Men Red, will be fresh for 2018. Um, we are hoping to get new writers for Wonder Woman because it has sucked since Greg Rucka has left. You know, they introduced her raggedy brother that nobody asked for. So hopefully in 2018 we'll get a better Wonder Woman series. Um, let me see what else with comics. Um, we're gonna be losing some comics. We're gonna be losing America. You remember how we was all excited about America, um, coming out and she is the Latina um queer superhero. Well, we're losing her. Um, they they just released that they're gonna cancel her. So yeah. So I'm a little sad about that. And I don't know. Have, I don't know. Do you get a chance to to ever to see the comic book? Which one? America. Oh, uh, Chavez. Yeah. I did not. Um, Cause you know. 
my issue, and I think I've said this on a show a couple of times, that my issue with comics is that you have to keep up with them, and my money is so invested in video games yeah. that I would, I couldn't split the difference. Because <laughs> I, I tell you, I think I spent like at over my lifetime at least $10,000. Oh my God. And video games, like over all of them, not just like the current ones that I have. And that's just my total. I don't know, like me and my partners, it's, I don't want to think about it, but it's a lot of money. But I do want to check out, um, what's this comic? Uh, Black Bloody Mur- Mondays, I think it is. Because mm-hmm. uh, I think uh, DJ Ben Hamid had a. Uh, uh, talked about it on fan bros yeah. and it's about uh wall street and how they worship the devil yeah which i thought was kind of it was an interesting take on something that probably happens yeah quiet as it's kept <laughs> um <laughs> but i do want to get into more outwide actually i wanted to get into comics mm-hmm. in the 2018 so that's one of my i guess new year's resolutions yeah, it's it's gonna be. There's a few comics I'm I'm looking forward to. Like there's Black Magic, which I love. That it's about witchcraft, um, Vault Comics, um, and uh, that group has been doing great. They released their comics this past year. Um, they friend me on Twitter, and I got to meet them, and they're so great. And Adrian, um, who is kind of the overall. Um, editor-in-chief of the entire comic is adorable. He is so cute um, and really nice. And um, one of, and I've met all of them. All of them are really handsome guys, and they have worked, done a lot of amazing work. Um, Lion Forge has done a lot of great for a, gr- a lot of great work too. Um, and we heard a lot from Joe. Joe Illich has talked about this comic, and this comic um, collection has been phenomenal too, featuring people of color as well as people with disabilities. So I'm looking forward for more stories um, from this crew. Um, I'm looking forward to, uh, as a board member of Prism Comics, um, looking forward to us to actually start doing some things that benefits our community. So I'm really excited about that. We've had some setbacks this past year um, where, you know, we've, things that we've worked, people we work with and what have you probably didn't go as well as we wanted to. But that's before I became a board member. So now I wanna try to help. Um I wanna I wanna help make it strong. And it's always been strong. Um, but I feel like now as my role in it, I wanna really make sure we have good connections with people, um, as well as making sure that we are, you know, reaching people of color, especially um queer people of color who are happy about comics and want to make, you know, comics and art and everything a big deal. So that's the thing I'm looking forward to. And everything else, and you was talking about more movies. I'm looking for for good horror movies. I'm, I know Insidious Four is coming out. Three, four. Well, you know that director is crazy because you know, uh, didn't know one of them. He had the mom, the demon looking like him from Powerpuff Girls, <laughs> and then the next one, the the mob was mad because the boy didn't want to do drag. And like <laughs> that director is wild. <laughs> I yeah, you know the second one was wild. So I'm like, because you know, like in the end of the first one, 
I really thought it was a woman, you know, the 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 black bride. And it turned uh-huh. out it was the man in drag who was murdering people. And I was like, what? It's like that story took. I was like, wait, I did I miss half? I was like, what? <laughs> what? I was like, what? The third one they could have kept. That was they didn't even make. I don't even remember the third one because it wasn't. <laughs> it, it wasn't good. Okay, fair no, enough. It really wasn't. It wasn't in like the Conjuring. The, see, that's what I'm talking about. I'm looking forward for the next Conjuring. So. Because uh-huh. I love the second one was good. It was long, but I There's always these crazy ass stories that happen to these white folks. So I no. know. What about us? I know something happened. Well, let me quit talking. About... I don't know because you know black folks got sense. Well, well, I don't know. Think about it now. You know, how, you know how it is. If we just move into a house and we put our money into, we ain't got no more money. We move to somewhere else. <laughs> Bitch, that goes as paying rent. Like I don't care. Uh, who died here or who you's uh, trying to spook Mr. Spectre but in this house if you went in and not paying any bills you gotta get the fuck out you know that's that's why I'll be saying like look ghost look this rent is 300 a month I can't find this nowhere else either you or me got to get along or somebody's got to go so right. and we can shit, do this all day you gotta day. get a job or something <laughs> I Dude, can't be the only one shit tell me that you not know, with this electric my- bill I know, be my therapist, something. Tell me the future, hell. <laughs> you doing something, well, don't... And don't be mad at me. Have you heard those ghosts always hunting people that had nothing to do with their death? Well, that goes to... Okay, so since it is, we're keeping it random. <laughs> I do believe that when when some people die, that they don't know realize that they're dead, or they they died such a grisly death that they want to get back at whoever had did it and they don't know who did it you know what i mean so they go to whichever entity or kind of spirit that they feel next to them but you know that is a we you know we might have to get somebody like a a ghost hunter or something on the show. Yeah, because I'm like, you know, I, I watched The Grudge, you know, The Grudge. And I'm like, why is she going after everybody else but the people who did that? The man who did that to her is dead. Uh-huh. <laughs> you killed or whatever happened. So you shouldn't even be out here hunting nobody else. I would be mad at the ghost because the first thing I would say is, bitch, I didn't even do this to you. Why you coming after me? Why are we having this? <laughs> Scaring me. I ain't doing nothing to you. I just got here. You could tell me what happened. You could like you know like 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 the movie Ghost. You just tell me like Patrick Swayze did. You tell me who did it, and like you know what's her name, um, Whoopi Goldberg. I'll go tell Molly what's going on, and we can be on our way. We that's how that's how the relationship should be. It should not be you coming after me. I ain't done nothing to you. I get it if I'm the one who pushed you off the cliff, but if I didn't do nothing to you, you don't. Know, only thing you need to do for me is say. Charlie murdered me. Go tell my wife. Sure. Who is your wife? Where she live? Great. And if you could tell me where some money is hidden somewhere, it would be really great. Whoopi did not deserve an Oscar for that. I'm mad because she's... <laughs> I mean... Well, that's the back end. Her, her acting in Fatal Beauty and Jumpin' Jack Flash was better than Ghost. I'm mad because she... If brought, I'm keeping it in the, uh, if keeping it in the book, Hail Burglar was better than Ghost. The fact you brought up Fatal Beauty... I love Fatal Beauty. Beauty is hilarious. It is, but it was so it was complex too because you know she was. It was nice to see her as a cop, 
But she was also messing around with that with Sam, Sexy Daddy Sam. Oh, gosh, what was his name? His real name um, is Sam something. Is it Sam? Oh, this is going to make... I'm going to have to look it up real quick. But go ahead. And, you know, I've, I've always had a crush on him anyway. He was in something where he not too long ago. He's he's he looks he looks he's one of those older men who looks good older. I can't really explain. Sam Elliott. Yeah. And she was treating him wrong. I'm like, girl, give him some so y'all can keep being good cops. Was she uh, had to fight that woman, the white woman? Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> like, what well, her son or her daughter's like, your child is dead. And you uh-huh. up here trying to like, show uh, out. Well, I'm sorry about that, but yada yada yada. It's like. When she was supposed to beat that woman on the uh, the uh, tennis court, she's like, "That's funny. Your your son is in the hospital. And yeah. You're supposed to meet this bitch on the court in ten minutes. Like, <laughs> tell it. Yeah. Tell it. But I love. But I, have yeah. to, I have to look. I haven't looked seen that in a long time. I need to go pull it up somewhere. And on Jumper Jack Flash, when she was every time I hear Supreme, she can't hurry love. I always think of Whoopi Goldberg and that ugly ass blonde wig and that cheap ass blue. Dress when do you remember that when she's <laughs> yeah. uh she's saying to one of the guys when she's trying to get into that party, yeah, and she's doing this little entertainment and she's uh trying to woo this guy to get in. It was just like, oh girl, <laughs> what are you doing? But you know, that that whole outfit launched probably a thousand drag queens, you you know, it's so, you know, it's true because she's good at launching some drag queens. You think about it, Whoopi's go her career. <laughs> <laughs> It's probably launched thousands and thousands of drag queens. From uh-huh. that to Sister Act, both outfits. The nun went in when she was the nightclub singer. Just everything. They probably got that outfit. That wig. Especially that, that wig, that big curly wig or whatever that was. She had that Millie Jackson wig she was wearing. That Mahalia Jackson <laughs> ass. <laughs> So yeah, she's, yeah. she's launched all of them too. And I mean, those those movies in the eighties, like I think Eddie Murphy hasn't been funny since the eighties. Yeah, like he had the had Beverly Hills Cop, which mm-hmm. was hilarious and still is. Had the Golden Child, yeah, um, which is I think is funny. It's one of his better works. Granted, it is a child of the eighties. Yeah, but you know, you had a lot of those black artists that were finally getting their shine after you know being on SNL doing comedy shows doing comedy tours and all that jazz and they finally got you know the big break and you see them now I'm well and less than appealing circumstances but the 80s was good and and they, the white movies were good. I played the best of the white movies were in the eighties, some nineties. Because I think about Scream and all that stuff. But I think that's what that's when we also had some best white movies too. Because it was fun. even like some of those teen movies. It's funny because I look back and the teen movies are nothing like the teen movies were in the eighties. I think that's why a lot of us were corrupted because we were growing up with Porkies, and losing it, and Tom Cruise and Tom Cruise was hot. Wait, well, I, I'm not gonna lie. I probably still give Tom Cruise some, even though he's a little crazy. But it's those movies back in the day was really something. We don't see that anymore, I mean, and that's a good thing because it wasn't really diverse back then either. But at the same time, I feel like movies haven't movies don't 
captivate thing. Like, it's funny. I can look at some movies from the 80s, and I'm, like, I looked at a movie called Private School. It's a stupid movie. But it was so much fun. It was so much fun to watch. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so much fun. I couldn't look at the... Do you remember, um... Oh, what is that movie? Oh, God. Dress to Kill? Yes. What, is that Brian De Palma? Yes, that is Brian De Palma. That, the music and the scenes... That one was just getting dicked down every goddamn way. I know. In the cab. And you laugh at me about alleys. She was up there... (laughs) But her face was crushed when she found that man had a STI or whatever. <laughs> I was like, damn. Right, like, oops. But I Let's bet see. that sex was good, though, because it looked like it was, because it started just, out. That cab uh, scene, I was like, oh, okay. They doing the most in this cab. Right. Didn't they do it in the shower, too? That was a dream. Oh, that was a dream. See, it's been, it's been years, like decades, since I've seen that movie. See, Brian De Palma will give you some movies, because he give you that dramatic music, those split uh-huh. screens, Carrie, Blackout, um, Body Double, that movie, The Fury. People don't know about The Fury, though. And it's funny because I, that helped me understand Jean Grey. Like, when I remember when I started reading X-Men, I didn't really understand Professor X, Jean Grey, and Emma's powers. But it, because of Carrie and The Fury, I, 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 it, was a, it helped me understand what it means to have psychic powers. If y'all uh-huh. have never seen The Fury, it's on Netflix. Um, see it. Because that movie is wild. That movie is wild. It's I've heard of it. I don't think I've seen it. You have to see it. Because it's about psychics. It's about this, you know, this this um, on this shadow company or shadow group in the government trying to, like, they, they take this man's son who is uh, telekinetic and telepath, and then they use him to like you know do some basically to kill assassinate people and then they and then the father is trying to get back to the son but he finds a psychic a girl psychic um and it's funny because these characters the same people who are in these movies appeared in carrie like the main girl because sue the woman who plays who plays sue and carrie is the psychic in the fury um amy irving so it it sounds like uh not directly but similar to Firestarter it does in fact I might make this argument on Twitter the Fury is basically the gifted <gasps> I can see that it is in fact I'm, I'm about to I'm probably going to play with that tonight or tomorrow but if uh-huh. y'all but I feel like the Fury is basically the gifted I'm going to find a trailer and show everybody but it's basically it is it's basically the gifted when I look at it those two, because when those two meet each other, it's like the two Strucker dot, the, the, those two kids. Because uh-huh. their eyes glow when they meet. And I'm like, what? Like, you have to see it. It's They got that Beyonce-ass fan. Yeah. Yes. And they do. And especially the final scene in The Fury. The Fury is, is, is purely Brian De Palma. Like, it is straight up bright. You just, when you see it, you're like, okay, this is Brian De Palma. It's that dramatic-ass music. The way he cuts the scenes, the way he looks so dreamish, um, yeah. Because I think about it's ooh, got d- that uh, that first season of RuPaul's Drag Race. Woo, <laughs> 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 RuPaul! That first season was garbage, but I don't think it was garbage. <laughs> they didn't have a budget. Yeah, they had like twenty dollars, and everybody had to. I know. 
basically bring food to the craft services. But I know that was Lord. That was that was a layaway. That was a that that show was a layaway. That was they were that was a monthly Shit, I was payment. Still in, I was still in college. That was a monthly payment. <laughs> they would do it for like, that TV show. Girl, you got to bring out your drag and um, we can't. You have to take the bus too to the you, studio. You, yes. I forgot. Was it Mad TV? Was it somebody who who clowned them about the first season? Saying how, shit, everybody clowned them about that first goddamn season. How you, they had like a you couldn't even see RuPaul's face. <laughs> right. It was like the fog. <laughs> Basically. Woo wee. Oh my god, that poor, that's, I remember that first season. I you know, but I love the first season though. I enjoyed the first season. I every once in a while I look at certain episodes, like I, but I always love BB. For some reason, I love that silly little song that she did uh, when they was doing the um, RuPaul's um, cover girl. Uh huh. And I love the face, face, face. face, face. I, 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I like that so much. It was just so silly, but it made sense. In fact, I think I somebody you know you know how people are creative on YouTube and made a video of just that, and so I downloaded it and made it one of my songs upon a treadmill, just that part of him doing face 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 I get face beauty face. When she walked, one of my favorite outfits of hers when she walked out, she had that black and white cat suit uh-huh. and that big uh, wide brim hat. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, I remember that. Yeah. Oh my God, that was that. Is, Absolutely one of my favorite looks, I think, from every season. You might want to post like your favorite looks of of all time from that show because BB had a certain class that I feel like we don't see that much anymore. Because BB wasn't really like out like BB wasn't like I'm not trying to be mean. It was like I'm just here. She wasn't cunty. Yeah, and but her backstory was sad too because it was like where she comes from. But I Cameroon. Yeah. But I, I loved BB and I enjoy BB's performance. I And Nina oh gosh, what was her name? Yeah, I remember yeah, Nina was Nina, Nina was also nice. Oh, what was her name? Was it Nina Storms? No, uh Oh my god, this is gonna kill me. It's Nina Oh, and she would always be loca uh Oh my gosh, why am I blanking on this? Anyway, Nina Flowers. Yeah. Good gosh. That was her name. She was so dramatic in her her face and Mm -hmm. her uh, makeup skills, which Mm -hmm. I love. You know, the Mm -hmm. more makeup, the better for me. Mm -hmm. But I think that was a good season. I mean, you had Regina, you had Chanel, you had Porkchop. Victoria Porkchop Parker. Uh, you had a lot of different girls on that. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'll take it back. I don't, I don't mean like the, like the girls were garbage. It was just the whole production of it. But oh, I... yeah, yeah, yeah. But I love... I always love Anjana's walk. Anjana had this walk that she would do. I always call it like, I'm feeling it walk. Like it was this walk which she would do something with her hands or something. When she would walk, and her story was kind of sad too. But I love the fact that she was like, "But you know, I'm gonna keep going. I'll keep, I'll keep moving, and everything else." And I love her story too. I feel like the first season we had some. It, I feel like I really cared about the about them all because they were they all had some stories. Maybe because it was and the it was first, new. It yeah. was the 
you've never seen a drag race, a drag queen inspired show like this in yeah. a competition. Yeah, because these were and girls. Angina had like that walk that I'm feeling my pussy uh, walk. Yeah, I can't. I love it. I'll go back and look at it because I loved it so much. I might, I might make a gif of it to use that for something but I love that walk I love that walk I love the way BB was even the second season was fun because you know I think it was that was just kind of the the second season reminds me of how of the season of uh, American Idol when it was Jennifer and Fantasia all of them at the same time it reminded me a little bit of that because we had all those queens Tyra and all of them acting up and Shangela too. So Shangela was there and then not, and then she came back for the third season, I think. Yeah. So yeah, it was just so much going on in that in that year, and then oh, what's her name died. Um, Zahara Davenport. Yeah, and I like Zahara. Yeah, she did die. She was um. Uh, Manila's partner. Yeah. And Manila was on the third season. Yeah. And Manila's doing well since hell she's on the porno. <laughs> she's Wonder Woman in that porn well we won't talk about that we will not cause that's just stupid and we won't even though I think Griffin's in that one but um Lord I need to be careful with my likes of I realized that over the years I've when it, you know since we've been talking about adult stars and it's interesting how as I said before that that's a part of our culture even though we some people don't like to talk about it it is or if you can say a name like like Griffin Barrows and people know who you're talking about. Right. So it's funny, but it's also interesting. I hope in the next year that we will actually see more conversations about diversity within that group, but also more diverse. But I want to see a Shonda Rhimes of a gay porn. Like, I want to see... All right. <laughs> I do. I kind of want to see, like, somebody, uh, like a person of color be like, you know what? I'm about to step up in it. We're about to change the game. We about to change the game. And just, you know, set it up. Because I feel like if they know, as we said on the show, if they knew the gold mine of having a very diverse group of people in the company, they would be running stuff. Like, hell, I will be willing to be that person to be like, let's plan it. I don't want my name in it, but let's plan it. Right. And I'm know, not going to be all set, but yeah, I'm not going to be all set. But if my mama asking why she's going on a cruise, I just said that <laughs> Every I'm, month. I'm just saying, well, I am, I'm, I'm a creative director of a certain thing, which I, you know, I feel like here in LA, people are very open about working for the industry. Um, but I would, but I think if they're really smart, they will start getting that together because it's that's money sitting there. And I'm like, why you don't want this extra money? But I do hope they get that together. I do hope that gay magazines get it together because that's, and you know, that's interesting to talk about. Cause you know, we've been seeing as you know, a lot of these apps are now investing in, in the digital magazine era. Like now we have grinder has into um, Hornet has to Hornet one. Um, Jax, I heard Jax is going to have one. And they're investing in making their own stuff. But at the same time, I'm thinking, what else can you talk about? You know what I'm saying? Because after a while, all they're going to be kind of reporting on the same stuff. And will it be the same white folks? Or, you know, like I was into has been good about being more diverse. But uh-huh. 
were were we still because you know we've seen like Attitude magazine, um, we've seen Attitude, we've seen some other places where they will say like gay men have trouble sleeping and as a white person naked on the bed. I'm like, okay, why does it have to be this white person? I really hope they do better in diversifying um, their magazines as well as the pictures and ads. I felt good that when when um, um, gay media so white came out back like a couple of years ago because right. it, it made it started making them do that and some places got you know changed. So you know I always would feel good about that, but I really want this to continue on and on to where. They start reflecting the community. I mean, it's getting to a point you cannot do this without reflecting us. And I that's why I appreciate into I appreciate Chief and um what he's doing, you know, getting people to talk about those issues and and it's hard because I know you know, they're raising money to get people to write and they're paying their writers. But it's tough, you know, when you can pay yes. It's tough when you got people who are like, Oh, we can pay you to write for this because 'cause I'm seeing some of our favorites writing for Into now. Um, so it's just like they're paying people, but I also kind of think that hey, if you can writers, if you see that there is you know a space for people of color, and they may can pay you, they may not. I I think you should drop them an article or two, just contribute. You know what I'm saying? Like be like, okay, I'm not getting paid for this, but I want to contribute to the growth of us being seen. Do uh-huh. that. I think that's great. Yes, you want your money, but if you can if you can drop an article or two, help folks out, you know, and go to good quality places. There's some places I would not recommend you going, but what Chief is doing, I do recommend that because there are some great writing pieces there. Um, so I would say go there. Um, I'm not gonna. There was a place I was gonna say the name. I'm not gonna be petty, but um, hey, let's not be messy. We won't be messy. <laughs> Um, they're messy on their own, so don't do that. But, you know, if you are a person of color who writes and you want to write for pay, great. But if you have something to offer some of the places that can't pay you right now, just contribute if you can. Just say, hey, I have this article, take it. You can, I think you can spare one article. I think you can spare uh-huh. one. I think you can. Exactly. Ooh, and we, yeah, we we've been at two hours. Minute, so let's go ahead and wrap the show up. That yeah. does bring it into the final show of 2017. So as always, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at MegastreamPod. Give us a like, a subscription, or a comment on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. I'm at Porter Pizzazz. Victor's at Wonderman Five. Also, like we said, go to showclicks.com slash event slash Universal Con and use the offer code SHEENTHECON to get 10% off your tickets. Um, what else? Uh, Anything you got on your end? No, shout out to just all of um, queer POCs who were doing it this year. Y'all did a lot of great stuff. We did a lot of great stuff. All of us did a lot of great stuff this year. And I'm looking forward to seeing more of us shine in 2018. Mm-hmm. Shout out to all the guests that we had on the show. Shout out to uh, the showrunners, uh, Eric and Julia, uh, Christy, April Rain, Joe Illich, Jamie, Steph, uh, the people at uh, 
Azoro Chicken. Um, everybody, just thank you for rocking with us. Yeah. Um, we are going, we're gearing up for another year in 2018, and it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Hugh Hunter as well, thank you. Thank you for actually coming on here and, you know, putting yourself out there. Uh-huh. And thank you, Victor, for rocking out with my neurotic ass. Well, thank you for rocking out. Well, I'm, I think I'm neurotic too. I might be. How do you know how I am? I am just so anal. I wish I was. <laughs> I wish I was. <laughs> I will say, I, okay, this is to end it. I'm enjoying my new verse life. I'm leaving it at that. So, yeah. Okay. And. <laughs> With that, y'all, I will we will see y'all in 2018. All right, bye everybody.